Make a difference helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Bix, uh, moments of the weekend. You know what I did on Saturday night? I got home from Cooper Stadium after crying. I actually felt like crying at the final whistle on Saturday night at Cooper Stadium. Um, Adelaide United, which we'll also talk about. Um, and I flicked it onto KO and I watched the wrestling. The wrestling? Over in Western Australia because a South Aussie... Rhea Ripley, she's a winner. Riptide! You've got to be kidding me! Riptide! Rhea Ripley retains the title! So she won her main event challenge in the Elimination Chamber. Listen to the crowd. Mate, 50,000 people there at Optus Stadium to watch that. And it was fascinating because you've seen the way that uh, the wrestling ring looks. Everyone's just watching it on the screen because no one can see what's going on. Imagine <laughs> having like a, a tiny little cube in the middle of Adelaide Oval. You're watching it mm. on the screen. So congratulations. So she's she's number one in the world now and now, she's a South Aussie. Are you a big wrestling fan? No. Nah. Hmm. But I loved watching it. And then you go, yeah, she's um she's South Australian. She's one of us. What's the appeal? Like why wouldn't... The theatre. But... Logan Paul was in Australia. Mm. He was part of it. But if, if let's say, Home and Away were doing a live sort of creating a, you know, a live show at Optus Stadium, would would 50,000 people go? It's the no, same thing as theatre. Yeah, but Bix, and I mean <laughs> this in the nicest way possible, Yeah, um, you have as much creativity as I have hair. None. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, don't, I just don't. I don't get the appeal. Like we know what's going to happen, and um, no, do you know what's going to happen? Did you know that she was going to win? Well, fair, isn't there normally a you know a good character and a bad character? Mate, this is a beauty of it. You've just come out and said you've just come off the top turnbuckle wrestling style <laughs> and said I know what's going to happen, but you well, don't. Well, they're amazing. Like because one of them gets almost knocked out, and then. The other one sort of gloats a bit, turns, yeah. turns their back and they're doing something with the crowd and the other guy gets up and everyone's yelling out, behind you, look out! And then yes. they get hit when they're not. Like, surely if that happened once in wrestling, that would never happen again. That They would turn around and not take it for granted. <laughs> what was your moment from the weekend? Well, it's hard not to <clears throat> to go past the, the Sam Powell Pepper incident. So whilst it's not a highlight, it's, it's it was the biggest talking point. Every person I saw across the weekend was saying, oh, what do you think about Sam Pepper? What do you think, Sam Powell Pepper, what do you think is going to happen? So I thought it's worth just looking at and trying to uh, unpack it a little bit. So he's been referred directly to the the tribunal. So that that's a minimum of three weeks um, generally. And he can argue his case, and I'm sure he'll be arguing that, that um, uh, Rioli was swinging uh, Mark Keane around and that that sort of... Uh, created sort of a, something that he wasn't sort of seeing and and, um, and and it helped sort of with the impact. But my question is, <clears throat> firstly, I'm not, I'm not um, saying Sam Powell Pepper's a thug or, you know, or what he did was, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, you know, a, a bad act. It, it is a, it's one of these things in football, particularly a player like Sam Powell Pepper, it's the way he plays. Now, he... He, like many players in the AFL, he plays right on the edge. And there are a number of players in every team that, that have to play on the edge, that are super competitors, that, that bring something to their team. 
So, so Sam Powell Pepper, he is going to walk a fine line as, as the rules continually sort of come back in terms of trying to take a lot of this sort of uh, heavy contact out of football. He is going to have to be very careful, but but he can't change his game a whole lot because that is his game. And I went through a whole list of players. These are some of the really good players in the competition. Braden Maynard, Jordan Degoe, Cozzy Pickett, uh, Dwayne Zorko, Toby Green, Nat Fife, James Sicily, Patrick Cripps. They're all super competitive players. And at different stages, sometimes that super competitiveness has just taken them over the line. So Sam Powell Pepper is in that group of players where he brings energy and he brings physicality, but he just has to temper some of that because on the weekend, he didn't need to do what he did because Willie Rioli had Mark Keane and had wrapped him up. So him coming into the contest was unnecessary. The most likely outcome was the ball was probably going to spill free. And if Sam Powell Pepper is standing alongside Willie Rioli, he's not going to win the ball. He could have been better stopping, seeing where the ball was going to fall out. And if it does fall out, he's in a position to contest the footy if it's on the ground, as opposed to being the second man into a one-on-one contest when his man already had the situation under control. So do you think it was unnecessary what he did? I, I think he made the wrong decision by trying to put himself in the, into that physical contest. His player already had, he, sorry, his teammate already had Mark Keane wrapped up. And so from a pure coaching point of view, once you've you got to trust your teammate's going to stick that tackle. And even if you didn't think that, well, maybe he hasn't got a great grip on him here, you're not coming in to bump him. You're waiting to see if Keane breaks free. Then you tackle Mark Keane. You don't actually bump him. So like I said, that, that, but that's a split-second decision, and he made the wrong one. But I'm pretty sure Ken Hinckley will say, look, have a look at that. See, you know, talk about the things we just discussed around. Do you really need to be coming in at 100 miles an hour at that contest when our man's already got him wrapped up? But at the same time, I don't want you to overcorrect and not be the aggressive player that you are. So, so if I use a crystal ball, I think in the next seven or eight years that Sam Powell Pepper plays, he is probably going to miss one or two games either every year or every second year because he'll get something slightly wrong and he skates very close to the edge, like a lot of players do. Gone to the days where the players that get reported are just thugs uh, and whack blokes. Now, it's sometimes it's if you live on the edge, you are going to get reported. And think of Luke Hodge. Think of Buddy Franklin's. Think of some of the, the great players that have played that the reason it made them great is they are super competitive, super aggressive, and they do live on the edge. Let's have a listen to what Nathan Buckley said. It looks clumsy. Yes, there's a tackle with Rioli who sort of brings Keane around into Power Pepper's um, path. I don't know what Kingy means by a severe penalty. I think this was this was a little bit a little bit careless, but I I didn't see a real intent um, as he as he approached the contest. And I think he's wrong place, wrong time. I think there were there were options for him on the lead, on the way that he approached the contest. That's Nathan Buckley. Here's Jared Waitley. I feel like last year where we left off, this is just straight up and down three, and wouldn't be wouldn't even go to the tribunal. I'll be surprised if this doesn't get graded as the three plus and go to the tribunal with the AFL asking for a four week suspension, because I think they will raise the floor. There's two people who saw the incident. And funnily enough, the forward coach of Port Adelaide, Chad Corns, didn't see the incident. 
We've been really big on coaching that all summer. Um, we've got a huge focus on how we attack the, the ball and the body to try and limit some of the free kicks we gave away last, last year and, and that falls into that category. So, you know, we know the way Pep plays. Um, you know, he's hard and tough, but like I said, I can't comment on the actual contact because I didn't see it. I think you should have just stopped it. You know, I can't contact. I, I can't comment on the contact because you're a coach. What do you mean you didn't see it? <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. Just stop right there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he saw it. Everyone saw it. He just, unless he's gone full Amish and doesn't look at his phone ever <laughs> to see a replay or <laughs> anything. Mate, that was straight after the game, though. Give him a little bit of leeway. Maybe he said, maybe he was. <laughs> Saying I haven't seen it in slow motion, I haven't seen it in great detail, but yeah, probably just I haven't seen it. He must have been well, maybe had his head in the stat sheet or something. Just there was an incident last year, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Bix. I know you will anyway. I don't have to ask you to. Um, <laughs> um, was it Dan Butler who had an incident last year, and he came out and said if I didn't go in hard for the ball, I probably would have been dropped, or my position would have been in jeopardy. And I, I really like that he said that because I think that was part of his defense. Mm. Um, I run that now by every incident and I look at Sam Palpepper and I think if he didn't do that, would his position be in doubt? Probably not. No, you would, you would not even notice because his player is being, oh, sorry, Mark Keane's being tackled by Willie Rioli. So part of your job is, okay, my man, my teammate has got him wrapped up. If Keane gets his arms free, what's he most likely to do? Mm. He's most likely to try and handball to another Adelaide player. So Sam Powell Pepper could argue, or, or the coaching staff at Port Adelaide could be saying, cover the receivers. Don't let him get his arms free and handball to a bloke out on his own. So if you come in and try and bump, but you get there a second late and he's already handballed, he's handballing to your man, and your man's running away, kicking the ball into the forward 50. So it's nuanced, though. It's, it's, you got, you're making split decisions. And just like you make a poor decision to kick the ball to a bloke who's got a 50-50 when you've got someone else on their own, that's a poor decision. You didn't quite sum it up quick enough. Exactly the same thing. You had a millisecond to make a decision. You didn't sum it up well enough. You got it wrong, except this time it's got consequences. We are in studio, Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Uh, Massive thanks to Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. The other bizarre thing about this whole incident is that Friday night, Port Adelaide play Fremantle and Sam Power Pepper might be able to play. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't know. I've got this sneaking suspicion that if he gets four matches, the AFL will then say, well, this game here counts in the four. The, the pre-season game counts as part of the four? I don't know. I, I think that it, it could be. There is a clause that... Is that just a cheeky way of saying you've got three, though? Well, it... it it guarantees, or not guarantees them, it allows them, if something happens like this later in the season and they want to give him four, well, we've got precedent. Mm. But it's also, by allowing him to use it this week, it's it's giving him a little bit of leeway around the rules are changing here. You know, like Jared said, uh, what was three last year is now four now. Knowing what we know about concussion, knowing that a player... Mark Keane's career could be at jeopardy because you get a really bad concussion. Um, knowing that uh, players are so much more hypersensitive about it now, like we are going to ramp this up a little bit.